Hi, I'm Martin and welcome to Upgrade Your Day, the podcast. But they did mention that they were colour analysts and I'd never really heard of it. And I decided to give it a go with one of my best friends. And we had the most transformational day ever. So much so, kind of been in love with the concept ever since because of the confidence it gave me at the time and what I see it does to other people. So today I am talking to Heidi from House of Colour. This podcast is all about upgrading your day with a little bit of colour, sweetheart. Um, I, as I mentioned in the podcast, you'll hear in a little bit, I never even thought about colour and what colours to wear and what works for me and how that's a little upgrade to what you might do with regards to fashion because I'm not really a fashionable type person I couldn't tell you what somebody's wearing on their feet I've only got about two shoes I really need to improve that actually thinking about it um but I'm just not that really that person I tend to wear a lot of black because I think it looks quite stylish or it just sort of seems easy but I have to admit over the last few years I've started to look a little bit more into color and just putting a bit of colour into the world because I think we need a bit of that don't we so um, I, I met Heidi at the Craft Coop which is a shop here in the Royal Borough of Windsor Maidenhead but we are in Windsor and I found out that she did this colour thing and I was like okay we'll give it a go and so I went around to hers and she did this colour session on me which was fascinating which we talk about in the podcast so if you're intrigued listen on if you're not intrigued listen on <laughs> here is the lovely Heidi I should start by saying that it is a rather hot day today <laughs> and um, I've got my windows shut so that we can record properly. I've got the door shut. So I'm literally just going to sit here sweating throughout this whole chat, darling. Um, yeah, like likewise, if my fans cause distraction, let me know. But it is just, I mean, we shouldn't complain, should we? We don't, you know, no, we shouldn't. Yeah, absolutely. We should just sort of embrace it while we can, because then we'll soon be moaning about how the dark nights are coming in and we can't go anywhere and all that malarkey. So I agree. I'm fanning myself with a copy of Moon Astrology, using the moon signs and phases to enhance your life. Oh, I know. I've got someone. Well, I've got somebody coming up soon on a podcast. They're going to talk about the moon. It might be in season two if I get a season two. I'm sure you will. Um, I make out like I'm on Netflix or something. <laughs> it's basically Carly. It's Carly saying, should we do another one? I go, yeah, all right then, love. Let's do it. <laughs> it's, it's lots of things about your star signs and how that works with your health and beauty and home and garden and career and how the moon, as it changes, the dark moon, the new moon, um, and how it can affect your mood, basically, which is very interesting. Oh, I'd have anyway, to look out for that one. Yeah. How, how's your mood today? Anyway, are you good? I'm good. As just hot, but no good. Um, had a little energetic workout this morning, and I'm all ready to uh, have a chat with you, and then crack on with my the rest of my day. So, what, what um, does a what does an energetic workout involve for you then? Oh, I've been seeing um, a wonderful trainer for about ten years. I'm probably her worst client ever. <laughs> <laughs> But it does me really good to do it once a week and just she tortures me. I call her the torturer. Uh, so she ta- she tortures me once a week and um, and it just makes me feel as much as I moan about going there beforehand. I always feel good when I come away. So Quite good. a good uh, business name, really, for fitness, the torturer, because it kind of says everything, doesn't it, really? <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. I think she's quite, quite well known, Tara. So she's amazing. So, um, and I always make promises that I'm going to do it on my own all through the week, but it never happens. So it's good that I yeah. see everyone. We had um, at Glastonbury, they had um, a power ballad yoga. Have you ever heard of that? Ooh, I no. know. She's fantastic. And, and it was all power ballads and then just gentle yoga for everyone to the sound of power ballads it was brilliant have a look up it's really really good um, oh, I, am. I know we definitely need a bit of that in our lives i think <laughs> today we are talking about colors and i know you're the perfect person to talk about colors because you did my colors well hang on well how would you explain it what did what did we do how do you explain what we did the other day we uh we did a session of color analysis on you um so yes i am uh fully trained as a color analyst and personal stylist um i fell in love with the concept about 12 years ago do you want me to give you the background it's probably yeah, go for it. it's nice to it's nice to find out where it comes from and where you come yeah. from yeah so about 12 years ago, I was at an event in Windsor and um, there was a couple of ladies who were presenting and at the time they were talking about their you know, perfect summer capsule wardrobe or something. But they did mention that they were colour analysts and I'd never really heard of it. And I decided to give it a go with one of my best friends. And we had the most transformational day ever. So much so um, that I've just been sort of... I've kind of been in love with the concept ever since because of the confidence it gave me at the time and what I see it does to other people so uh, what we did and we did it together didn't we actually mm -hmm. Martin you and I um you came to my studio and um we worked through a it's, if I call it a scientific process that's a little bit strong but it's based on color theory um and it's based so from the Bauhaus art movement there was a famous artist and teacher called Johannes Itten and he kind of looked at how colors go together um so this is the same process if you're buying your paint and getting paint chips from B&Q the same process is that the colors tend to be made up of red yellow and blue um, and he observed that there was tended to be more yellow or more blue, um, it, you know, went, went together in a better way. So from a house of colour, who I trained with perspective, we, um, we've divided them into four seasons. So, um, and they kind of speak for themselves. And we associate, we're just going back to using the artist analogy. We would say, if you think of the four seasons, so if you think of um, summer that we, we uh, when we did the colour analysis, that's what we came up with you, that you're a summer. Think of Monet, think of um, those lovely muted, soft colours, the blues, the dusky colours, um, as opposed to a winter, which you'd think of as a Picasso, mm -hmm. uh, bright, vibrant, high contrast colours. Those both summer and winter have got um, a more blue based, whereas the other side of the spectrum we've got more yellow base so there's more yellow so that would be spring and autumn um, so spring is a bit like uh winter it's still high contrast colors vibrancy so you think david hockney if you think of that sort of palette and autumn is 
on the other side from summer so it's more yellow but it's more muted it's richer tones think constable um so yes yeah, so we go through a process we sat there together and went through a process where we tried to establish where we established if you were more if your skin had re responded more to yellow or uh, warmer tones or cooler tones and blue shades and once we'd established that we could then say does your skin reflect or respond better to the more muted colors or the brighter colors and uh, we had a lot of fun didn't we, 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 we did. came up with you like you'd walked in wearing this coat going this is my favorite coat and it was the perfect shades <laughs> yeah it was well, great it's, we should say that the way we do it is you put a neutral uh, what you call it, it's just a piece of material around your neck. So whatever you've got on is completely hidden. And then you add the colours around your neck, like a little pinny, I guess. And it's fascinating the difference it makes because all the colours that you think you like and you kind of wear, suddenly when you look at them compared to other colours, it's completely different, which is quite a shock to me. You know. So you're right. So we... so. Other other companies might do it differently, but we do it in natural daylight in front of a mirror. As you say, you kind of wear a white gown, and that's when I realised that I now know why whites never suited me. <laughs> but you start as a white gown, and if you had colour in your hair, so I did have to say to you, no, no wigs or colour or fake tan or anything like that, then for people that have got colour, they have to pull it back in a very attractive wimple-type style white head cloth. And then, you, you as you say, quite rightly you kind of contrast and compare the different colors um so i've got 144 drapes arranged in those four seasons and uh, we work through that people go and buy paint to paint a wall and a lot of it is the color that they personally like but i guess at the same time they go well it's going to be a kitchen we're like sitting in the kitchen so we need it light we need it airy and there's reasons for the colors they go for so for instance i love a dark wall i'm all about the dark gray the dark blues and i find it more relaxing and more enjoyable but we don't necessarily pick a color to wear because we think that's going to give us an impression all the time especially i certainly don't that's for sure i just pick something because black i wear a lot of black because i just think well looks a bit classy sweetheart <laughs> and as you found out black isn't actually my color i should be wearing a dark blue that's right. So one of the sort of fallacies about colour theory or you know, colour analysis that people go, oh, I, you know, I like blue. I've got to wear blue. Well, there's, so each of the seasons has their own colour. You know, so everybody's got a blue. Everybody's got a green. But it just depends if it's got more of a, a blue, more of a, a warm tone or more of a cooler tone in it. So, um, but yeah. In theory, the only colour that can wear or should wear black naturally is winter. Uh, mm. That's not to say, and I'm not the colour police either, if it makes you happy, you wear it. And if you've got, you know, but just if, if particularly for ladies who might find that they'd have to wear more makeup to look more or feel more human, mm. if they're wearing the right colours, they can have the confidence and not necessarily you know, have, have to, they can get out of the house quicker because they know what suits them. They've, they've got a wardrobe that works for them because that's what we then go on to do is work through the wardrobe, work through what your investment colours are. So, you know, for, for yours, remember we talked about, you know, this is where if you were going to be buying a suit, these are the colours that you should you focus on and then you can have other things that are accent colours. Yeah. But, you know, if you really love fuchsia pink and you're an autumn like me, that we, it actually does make me look quite unwell, then I would probably have it on a cushion in <laughs> yes. my bedroom, out of the way, 
but it's great how you make it up because we sort of we came up with that i can't remember the words you used but you sort of said my my really good color is like a dark green or dark blue so for me a suit in dark blue is brilliant and then my accent colors like which was a surprise there's like a dusty pink there was a, mm. a sort of beige and and that was a bit of a shocker however i must admit when i wear certain outfits with those colors now people do go oh that's that's a nice top and i'm like oh i know because heidi's chosen it for me <laughs> <laughs> but also if i put a blue suit on with a beige a beige um shirt or maybe a dusty pink tie then that is all my perfect colors i should be the dog's bits do you know what i mean he does <laughs> i remember i'm just looking at yours now because you're a summer and we remember it was mush was it mushroom we got really That's excited it. about mushroom it so expensive and delightful yeah. and i can't remember you saying you were going to get a caftan or something i can't remember well um, i love a caftan because i think i am that person when i get home of an evening you know like <laughs> some of my girlfriends say about taking their bra off and it's the best feeling ever for me just taking clothes off and just putting something on like a caftan that i can waft around in i don't care who knocks at the door i absolutely love it just to get everything off <laughs> i'm not one of those if you turn up at my house you don't know what i'm going to be wearing i'm certainly not one that's all suited and booted or even got a pair of jeans on i will be in a caftan or my pants basically <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's something we didn't know. I mean, we weren't expecting on today's call. We shared it with the general public. No, yeah. but I do, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's it's wonderful. to and, and what I really like hearing is when people go to me or people said, instead of saying, oh, you look great, that dress is great on you. It's, no, you look great. Mm. It's not about the dress. It's about where it's the whole thing, you know, the whole thing. But they look great. They look better. So I think I started saying at the beginning, when I'd had mine done all that time ago, I, I was working in a really mad environment, very corporate environment, and uh, and it was about 3% female. And I often used to have to go and present to like groups of like 200 people at a go. And I got told out of my, out of your colours, once you've had your colours analysed, you know which ones are your wow colours that make you look really good, that you, you know, can wear from top to toe. And mine had to be this purple that's a bit like a Cadbury chocolate purple. And I put my Cadbury, you know, I put my Cadbury purple on and I'd be there feeling in such a better place to go and present and talk and do. Um, so much so that at the time I then arranged my team to go through the same colour analysis. And, and then all of a sudden we going, what's Heidi's team pin that's different? And before you knew it, more and more people were doing it. It wasn't just women, it was men. And it's really great to see that now, you know, you are, I think men are actually much better at, uh, at accepting their colours and doing what they're told you are obviously the opposite because you're wearing your black t-shirt but we forgive you and as i say as i say if you know what and if you want it and you love it it doesn't matter does it it's just yeah. knowing what to do going forward yeah yeah um, and we all get older so it's what you can do to make stuff so so yeah so i've, I've loved i loved it so much that during lockdown i decided to training it and that's what i've been doing uh part-time ever since i really love i love um just just the transformation that it gives people in their confidence after meeting you i have to admit i i've definitely introduced more colors into what i wear I, I certainly wouldn't have worn, like you say, the sort of mushroom in the beige type tops before. Um, it really opened my eyes to a lot of things. And also I know I've got a lovely friend, Georgia, who 
she wears sort of like um really bright almost sort of like electric canary yellows pinks and she looks a million dollars and i know that she came to you all those really bright colors that look horrific on me would look great on her it would be bright that lime green you know that electric blue she i don't know what it is about her she just carries it off and that's what i love about people one person can wear something and it look, looks great on them somebody else the color just does not work it's fascinating there's a real science behind it isn't there it is it's really what you know we say but what does it do as we sat you in front of that mirror we'd go what is it doing to your eyes to your lips to your skin is it you know making you look more awake does it make your eyes sparkle um and i think another thing is for people that wear that do wear makeup like women that wear makeup have you know one of the things that we also offer is part of the service and i did say to you, do you would you like this but we decided you didn't need it um we didn't want to do it that day but you know we've, we match up the right color foundation because women go and buy their or whoever goes and buys their their makeup mm. in a shop with fluorescent lights even that lovely new boots in windsor has got you can't tell inside what the colors are mm. so we match them up get the right color foundation and then we find their three perfect lipsticks and people come away going oh my god the difference wearing the right lipstick to their makes the rest of the face and their eyes and stuff so that's mm. really nice and transformational for the price yeah. of a lipstick you know yeah. it's just it's yeah. great it gives gives so much confidence so i love doing that as well there's a there's another side to, there's the other half once you've done your color the other side of it is doing your um clothing personality or your style and that's more based around your body uh measurements your esoteric so so basically your proportions your bones not the bits of extra that you might have sitting on your bones and it's also to do with your personality so it's based around Carl Jung and his psychology and interestingly it's funny talking to you about this he relates them all as pantomime figures um, and then also it's to do with your yin and yang your inner person so it's about how you dress but bringing what's inside you out as well so so style is something that people tend to do maybe a year or so after yeah. have to be that long after they've done their color and they've kind of got comfortable with what what color suit them they might go and do their clothing personality yeah. style as well because i think um when i started sort of like looking into all elements of my life when it comes to well-being and how to make it a bit more mindful i looked at scent and aftershave and what i was wearing and why i'm wearing it and i started making my own which i'll probably talk about in another podcast but color was the one thing that i just didn't even think about addressing until obviously i, I met you and we talked about it so it's definitely something people should have a look at but also like you say even if you like wearing something that doesn't suit you at all, if you love wearing that and that gives you confidence, it makes you feel great, whatever that may be, then brilliant. If it works for you, great. But if you are somebody that is interested in it and you feel like that could help you more by knowing what your colours are and that benefits you, then see someone like yourself. If not, see Heidi. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and one of the first things I did, the one after I trained, I went along to a session where... There was a bridal party and they just wanted to look their best and they wanted their extended bridal party to look their best. So, you know, the bride knew what, that she should wear ivory rather than white. And then she knew she had her bridesmaids assessed and she had the groomed. And, and they were all just feeling their best because, you know, they knew what colours to go for. And it was just it's just a, a great thing. And it's a skillful. It's a really good investment in your wardrobe. You know, you, you do it once. You understand how it works. And then you don't buy things that are 
especially now there's just you know in terms of sustainability people buying stuff getting things going into landfill um this is about just making your wardrobe work for you not spending money where you don't need to and not wasting resources yeah as well so there's lots of benefits and it yeah i just it brings great joy to me and the others hopefully and so it should and <laughs> and also the other thing that brings great joy to me which you're involved in is craft coop in windsor um i think there's one in maidenhead and high wickham am i right in saying and yeah also one in camberley yes which yeah. you get oh and in camberley which is so good because that's how we we met because we had the opening the opening launch you did and it's such a great idea just just explain a little bit about craft coop and what they do because i think it's just genius so yeah great yeah so this is my other passion um so craft coop is a social enterprise so it's known as a community interest company we're non-profit making and we are really keen to work as a community for the benefit of the wider community so the idea is we are a shop we operate as a shop that attracts local artists and craftspeople to come and sell in the shop and they can sell on a high street environment i sort of say that in inverted commas um at the 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 lowest cost to them because obviously there's an investment if you wanted to go and sell and create your own pop-up shop or if you were going to sell as part of somebody else's um shop you know normally uh some existing shops will take quite a big margin from the crafters and and most of these people are have started at home crafting or doing artwork as a hobby. Uh, they, if they honestly charge for the amount of hours they invest, they'd never sell a thing. <laughs> they do it for the love of it and as an outlet. So, so yeah. So uh, that's the general concept. We have, uh, we have the four shops as you mentioned um, in Windsor, Maidenhead, High Wycombe, and Camberley. Maidenhead was the original shop that opened about 12 years ago. It's award-winning and it was, I came across it, I'd pop into Maidenhead every so often to see my accountant and then when I came away from there quite depressed, I'd walk into the craft keep and go, this is a joyous shop, it's lovely and you could do all your Christmas shopping in there. So um, about two or three years ago before lockdown, I approached at Deborah Jones, the director of the craft keep and said, how can we get one in Windsor? And um, through the support of various some lovely people in Windsor from Paul Roach and who's a town centre manager here and um, Councillor Raina, uh, we approached the local shopping centre and they gave us pop-up space. So we've had the shop, Windsor is the baby, even though it's probably physically the largest shop. Um, we've had that in place since lockdown, haven't we? We, we opened yeah, in right. April 2021. But I think you're right about, the good thing about the shop is, if you needed to buy those last minute Christmas presents or actually any Christmas presents, you could go into that shop and you could get something for everyone because there's, I don't know how many artists you have, but it feels like there's, there's quite a few different little things and it could even be some sort of jewelry or placemats. Then you've got something completely different bags that are made in a certain style. Everything is different and interesting and it's homemade, as you say, and everyone's selling it as part of what they do. So it is a place where you could go in and get, a present a gift a present yeah i mean that's, we'd like to make it the destination but that was one of my reasons i think when i first i've been in Windsor for 20 years and and i used to bring a lot of us um visitors over as part of my work and they'd come into windsor and they'd go we'd like to take a gift home you know or it's some, some, some sort of memento it doesn't have to have windsor on it it's just something that means something to them 
and they'd be confronted with like you know shops that were selling stuff that was made in china and said london on it or sometimes they even said barcelona or oxford or something on it you know and it was just so i kind of tried to combine that with having an outlet as i say local in windsor rather than maidenhead and the other three that, that the local people can come and work at so part of our ethos is you come and work you come and display your sell your products in your local shop um, and they also, everybody has to do a shift in the shop. And that's how we keep the prices lower uh, in terms of shelf space. So that also then builds a community in itself because mm. everybody gets to know about, you know, what's Chris doing or what's Nick doing and how does he do it? And they start to talk about what other opportunities there are for one another. And then when customers come in, they can genuinely talk about, you know, how people have made it or, you know, take commissions etc etc so no it, it's fantastic so at the moment we've got about 35 coopers as i like to call them in um and then it ramps up towards christmas obviously uh but we've started offering other things so we're starting to we've started running workshops we have a basement space we can offer craft workshops and so this summer we're also going to be doing things for teenagers as well to kind of summer camp and things like that but all, you know, so you don't have to be, by the way, you don't have to be a work, you don't have to be a cooper to offer a workshop. So mm, we're offering cool. workshops. If people are looking for space, yeah, they can come and use our space downstairs. How can people find you and get in contact with you with regards to what you do with your colour work? So I am, uh, so I am on Instagram, or on socials. I don't know if you do send out, you just, I don't know if you send out details, but if you look at House of Colour, and you yep. can search by area, so you can search for Windsor, then they would come up with me. Um, I'm also on Instagram as Style Windsor. Um, uh, or they can even pop into the shop and say, can I have Heidi's details because my cards are there. So perfect yeah. well thank you for today i've really enjoyed it and i think if anybody wants to have a little think about the colors they wear then definitely have a little look into heidi and what she does because she's fabulous oh, <laughs> i'm now gonna go and google mushroom outfits yeah. <laughs> although I might, get, <laughs> I might get something very different if i put that in so that was Heidi. It's so interesting. Who knew that I would have a whole new colourful wardrobe because of bumping into Heidi a few months ago? Uh, I, I definitely, definitely now look on Amazon. If I'm, if I'm shopping online, I will have a little look at different shirts and T-shirts and I will use the words a soft pink, <laughs> dark blue, dark green, and mushroom. <laughs> I am so going to now look up mushroom outfit. Um, but listen, uh, if you want to check her out, you know her details. Heidi from House of Colour. She's on Instagram. She's on Facebook. And you can find her hanging out at the Craft Coop if you're in the town of Windsor. I also do need to mention, if you've enjoyed this podcast, then please leave me a little rating. Leave me a little review. It really helps. I'd really appreciate it. But if you don't want to, you don't have to. Completely up to you. And also to let you know, that my woodland meditation sessions are now on sale for september october and early december 2022 they take part in windsor great park with the kind permission of the crown estate 90 minutes of mindful walking short three minute upgrade meditations and a chance to just embrace nature for 90 minutes of 
time out, a bit of self-compassion, compassion, a little bit of self-compassion. And uh, I think this heat is getting to me now. <laughs> I think I need to wrap it up and swing open these windows. So yeah, there, that's now on sale. Check it out at www.upgradeyourday.co.uk. And I hope you have a lovely and colourful day. Take care, guys. Bye.